Now, whether you're a seasoned racer or a complete novice, the Carbonate Hyundai Coupe Cup with Toyo tyres is one of the fastest growing series in the UK under the British Automobile Racing Club umbrella. And I'm delighted that joining me on the line after an exciting season opener at Cadwell Park is series organiser John Winter. John, um, have you come down from the excitement of the season opener yet? Um, yes, thanks. I calmed down on the way home. <laughs> now, it doesn't take me long. <laughs> just for people who, uh, John, might not be fully conversant uh, with the Hyundai Coupe Cup, yeah, um, just that. give us um, a little bit of information about how it came about and, uh, and how the series runs. Uh, it came about because we were racing with another club and they were running a one-mate formula that fundamentally was slowly dying due to the availability of cars so I came out with these Hyundai coupes developed them from the ground up and just yeah it's a cheap budget form of racing that sort of was cost controlled and controlled on components so that nobody really had an advantage mm. um, and it's it's grown from there we've moved and joined Bark and yeah since we've joined Bark it's all going nicely in the right direction. A lot of people that come along and have a lot of fun at meetings and enjoy themselves, and that's what we want out of our motorsport, you know. Mm. What sort of size uh, entry level uh, have you got for the series? Um, we had 23 at Cadwell, which I thought was pretty good, and is seems to be classed as a good grid for a one-make series <laughs> and various other series as well now. Um, you know, we've had... I think our record grid was 25 cars, but we look like... With everybody coming out of Snetterton, we'll be beating that. Mm. So, yeah. You you mentioned um, it's a racing series for the budget concert, conscious. We all know that motor racing is expensive. So, what sort of of costs are people looking at? I mean, if you if you I mean, we're not talking Formula One, but if you look at other sort of saloon car racing, you could be talking in the hundreds of thousands. But presumably, it's a it's a realistic budget for motorsport. A realistic budget, if you wanted to come to us. Having nothing, you could probably come and do a season with us, including buying a car for under 10k. Um, so, yeah, including your car, it's a pretty cheap way to go racing. To yeah, indeed. Yeah, now, and they don't take much maintaining. You maintain them like a road car. They don't eat tyres. They don't eat pads. You know, yeah. the running costs are low as well. Yeah. Now Sorry. these are the two-liter Hyundai coupes, so hmm. they're quick machines and they're they're prepped to uh, to shift around the circuits, aren't they? Well, they're relatively simple because we run stock engines to kind of keep the cost down. Obviously, um, we take a lot of weight out of them because they're quite lardy as a road car, um, but they just all run a, a simple suspension package from Avo with EBC brakes, pipe across induction, and safety devices cage and so everything you know with toyo tires as well everything that moves and make it, makes a difference is controlled mm. so yeah that's what we try to achieve with that mm. and it's worked you know when we developed the car we put time in making sure stuff was right before launching it to market um rather than launching something to market and then let competitors find out that things break and mm. fall off you know what i mean yeah a lot of interest from uh, grassroots motorsport fans in one make series because mm. it places uh, increased emphasis on the ability skills and speed of the drivers doesn't it it does yeah um we've got some we've had some drivers through us that that could have really made something in motorsport you know what i mean if the time was right and this that and the other and they had the budget but 
it's basically it's just a bunch of guys coming to have fun now, mm. you know. Um, and that's the way it should be, I think, with club motorsport. I think club mo- the more you spend in club motorsport, the less you'll enjoy it mm. um, because it becomes more critical. Mm. You know, the results become more critical for your expenditure. And, uh, yeah, our series is basically people just enjoying it for what it is, you know. And it's important to, to point out its status as a series rather than a championship. That's, that's quite fundamental, isn't it? Well, yeah, having grown up around motorsport, I've seen championships decided by people taking people off and this, that and the other and so and so and so and, so and team driving and yada, yada, yada. And to be honest, it takes the fun out of it. Doesn't it? So if we keep it as a series, what happens one weekend stays on one weekend and that's it. Mm. Um, it's done. People don't have to commit to a whole championship they can dip in and dip out as their budget allows or as they want to do meetings, you know. So, yeah, it seems to make sense. I, th- I think if we go to a championship, it will ruin the paddock atmosphere to a degree because everything becomes more critical. Mm. Um, whereas we just want to go have, go have fun with our friends, basically. Yeah. Um, and it works. So, yeah. We won't be going to a championship any time soon. An interesting point as well, John. You say you you go out with your your friends, um, Mm. which means that once we get back to uh, uh, being allowed to have more people at uh, race circuits, obviously the fans can come back and watch, but it becomes Mm. a a family atmosphere in the paddock, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, that's what what it is. You know, I mean, when you go to a race meeting, you're only in the car for 45 minutes. You know, the rest of it is is everything else, isn't it? You know, you've got to keep the uh, keep the other half happy so that you don't keep spending £5 on everything because everything in motorsport costs £5. That's what I tell my <laughs> wife anyway. Um, and, you know, you keep everybody happy. And if, if wives and kids and everybody enjoys the occasion, it's much easier for people to go racing, mm. <laughs> if you know what I mean. I, I, I do know what you mean, John, <laughs> and so will many other people who go racing for £5. Get the purest um, permission <laughs> and you're golden. <laughs> Now, you visit um, some of the classic circuits like Brands Hatch, uh, Silverstone and Thruxton, but also some of the really interesting club circuits like Pembrey, um, Mallory, and of course you've just been to Cadwell Park, which are mm. great, great circuits. Yeah. Well, we try and get all the ones that, you know, we've got quite a geographical spread of where competitors are from. We've got a large glut on the south coast, and then we've got a few up north and this, that and the other. You know, So I try and keep everybody with almost like a local round. Um, it normally works. This year was a bit of a mess because of toker bumping dates and this, that and the other. Um, so we had to move a few. But you know, people have got their favourite circuits, you know, and I'm always trying to accommodate where people want to go. Have you got so a favourite circuit, John? Thruxton. Thruxton. It's quick, isn't it? It's Strap on the big plums and go. <laughs> so just, uh, just about you, John, have you been a driver previously? What's your background uh, within sort of motorsport and obviously now becoming the series organiser? Um, yeah, some would say I've, I've driven a bit, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've won races in MR2s and Hyundai's when I was developing it and this, that and the other. Um, but I, I get more now out seeing people enjoy the product I've created, if you see what I mean. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's where my satisfaction out of motorsport comes from now. Yeah. But my family's been involved in motorsport for years, um, right back from the early seventies with special saloons and mini miglias and Metro Challenge when that started and all that lot. So yeah. I've been around it a bit, grown up with it. 
So, you know, that's probably why I'm sitting where I am now. Yeah. Now, I was... <laughs> Blame <che> my father. <laughs> <laughs> I was checking out uh, the details on the uh, barc.net website, uh, where you can pick up, obviously, the delights of the output from TSL timing, uh, which mm. is really useful. And um, what it looked like a very, very close qualifying session. Two names pop up, not just in qualifying, but for the two races as well. Alex Kersley uh, and Alistair Dendy, uh, mm. where in the first race, didn't quite manage to make pole, became second, then it was reversed for the second race. But the, t the timings, give or take, you know, uh, perhaps a, a couple of people uh, towards the rear of the grid, there wasn't a great deal between first and tenth, for example. It's close racing. Well, that's the idea. I mean, you know, we, we've introduced the Gen 3 last year, which is the new generation car. Um, I, I developed the car last year over a series of tests and somewhat quite embarrassing public appearances but i knew it was there or thereabouts um and we we sort of, we're trying to maintain parity between the two because the cars are this is going to sound stupid fundamentally the same but totally different uh, they achieve everything in the same way regarding suspension design and this that and the other but every part's different so we were, we were sort of starting from scratch we could i knew it was there and I wouldn't have sold it to the bloke four doors down from me on the industrial estate if I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he um, yeah, he did what what he was told basically, <laughs> go out and win in it. I, so, I, but the good thing is, is the parity seems spot on, mm. which is the thing that I'm most happy with. Yeah. The, the, the reason I picked Hyundai Coupes is because I started with the first generation. I've got three generations to go through, so I'm now on the second one. The third generation is the same floor pan as the second generation, so all the groundwork with the cage design and everything's done, so we can introduce them and give people a much bigger spread of available donor cars. Mm. Mm. So it, the time's right to introduce it now because the early RD ones, some some bits that they used to be about everywhere, but uh, I don't know whether it's due to COVID or whatever, mm. but um, yeah. <laughs> Not now. So <laughs> the time seemed right to get the other one out. <laughs> um, now, you started off uh, at uh, Cadwell Park uh, yeah. in the sunshine. Yeah. Uh, everybody was smiling. Uh, you moved to Snetterton for your next round. Now, I'm Snetterton, I've, every time I've been to Snetterton, there's been more than a spot of rain and wind. <laughs> yeah. How does that affect the racing? Um not a lot, really. I mean, more people <laughs> fall off in a comedy fashion. Um, but, you know, the, the racing that we have, we've got a good bunch of guys and girls that are very, very clean. You know, they look after each other. And I think that's partly down to how the paddock operates and how happy the paddock is because everybody respects each other. Mm. And if they have an issue, they just talk to each other. You know, yeah. it's, it's, it's great from that point of view. But, I mean, we run the same tyre in the wet as the dry. The cars just skid about more. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Well, that's, a, that's a good way Everybody's of enjoying themselves. sorting out those who like to do a bit of sliding and opposite lock, doesn't it? Um, yeah. We mentioned Alex Kersley and Alistair Dendy um, mm. having done very well in that uh, first round. Uh, are they the ones to watch? And who else should uh, should fans be keeping an, an eye out for this season? Um, both Kersley and Dendy are class acts. You know, they're, they're proper good drivers and they know what they're doing. Um, the other one is Wayne Rocket. Mm. who won the series in 2019. He's just got outstanding natural abilities, one of those guys that you look at and go... He's got a great yeah. racing driver name as well. He has, he's got the best. And his, his lad, Johnny, is racing with us this year as well. Um, 
I'm not sure he hasn't got a road car yet. It's, it's his seventeenth year, so he's joined us, and um, he's been very quick in downhill mountain bikes and all sorts of things that require plums. And so <laughs> basically, his dad's put him in a car and he quitted himself brilliantly at Cadwell. He um, did everything right, sized it all up, and then was pulling off some class passes during the second race and the first race. So, you know, he's going to be one to watch for the future. Um, just finally, uh, John, uh, it's been uh, interesting to, to hear about uh, this uh, season and the, the increase in, um, in interest in the series. What are your aspirations as the series organiser? What are your aspirations for the series? I'd like it to grow, obviously. Um, you know, it's 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 been a long, hard slog to get it where it is, but with Bark support, it's been brilliant. You know, we've we've really stepped it up. Um, as we get more and more cars on the grid, we can do more and more with it. But fundamentally, I kind of ch- achieved what I wanted when I when I devised it. I wanted to go moat racing my way. You know, what I mean, I wanted it to be fun. I wanted the paddock atmosphere to be right and. I wanted it to be low cost and not have cars failing all the time. And I've achieved that, so I'm quite pleased with that. I'm sure. um, which is, you know, bigger and better is always the next thing. Yeah, I'm sure you are. Congratulations on uh, on a great start uh, to the season. Um, Thank you very I much. I presume there might be some space still on the grid and, uh, and in the paddock. And if there is, how do uh, people get in touch with you if they want more information about joining the series? They can. Uh, we're currently having our webs, webs, website. <laughs> we're currently having our website redone, um, so that should be up and running soon. But most things seem to happen around social media now. Um, and behind I Coupe Cup's got a really good presence on Facebook and all that. But thanks to the guy who does it for me, Matthew, over in Hollandshire. Um, yeah, he does a blinding job, and yeah, that's where most of the stuff happens over on social media excellent um, John uh, have a cracking rest of the season I'm no, I've no doubt we'll, uh, we shall speak again but uh, I'll keep my fingers crossed for you uh, that the sun shines on you when you go to uh, Snetterton so for now John Winter many many thanks thank you very much